I'm Sydney. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Deal. A conversation about love, life, and everything in between. We are wheeling and dealing and navigating poorly how, how to, to deal. deal. body language and what type of words they use or whatever is that difficult like I'm trying to imagine like it's for our partner meaning like I am I know how you are I know how you are in like in that business setting and I'm like oh my god if we were dating and you turned that on me in like a couple situation I would be like very irritated probably like we wouldn't have Mm. that problem if we were dating but I can imagine being like like frustrated by your attempt to like like because i know how you are and you're like hmm interesting tell me more about that like i can hear you doing mm. that in a fight and i would crack your skull like honestly i don't know i think we'd physically I, fight i th- i think i i'm less um careful with the people i love mm-hmm. <laughs> as we all are right because where i'm like yeah i'm like what the fuck is that yeah. you know what i mean Which like you wouldn't do with a, like a client no i would mm-hmm. never be like what are you really fucking saying like but I like would. that isn't what you like <laughs> You know, I'm like, I'm like, mm, and we're like dancing around where it's like with Kyle. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so like, why does that make you uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, what Ugh. is it? Even the face that you're doing right now. Like I've been on the receiving end of this face and it is like kind of scary. Like you're kind of scary when you get into I this know. mode. I know. I really don't want to be no, scary. I yeah. know. But like, it's literally your way. That is how you love. And I think anybody who's going to be in your life is going to have to like know that about you. That like you are a t- like. I know that you th- probably think that I'm the tough love friend. You're the tough love friend. Oh, totally. 100%. But I think like, and I said this earlier, I really, I recently figured out what the vibe, what my vibe was or is. And it's like that intensity level and this like frantic energy when, cause like I can't have a good time or like relax or execute or anything when we have to like discuss something. Or like we had to like solve the problem. It's always like, ah, ah, or like, oh my god, what is, like what is it? How do we get there? Blah, blah, blah. Well, and then you with we, the now tattooed to your forehead, which then, is the joke that we always make about. But Ashley. that's what it is. And it's like once that is decided, or like once those things are finalized, and it's like okay, now we can all go do the thing. Yeah. But like we just had to spend fucking thirty minutes like talking about bullshit to get to the one thing that solved the problem, so that we can go execute the thing. And like that shit makes me mad, and I, I think know. that's why I get intense. But life is like that. So this is my challenge. This is like what I have to deal with now. Oof. Like I have to like I'm like how do I. How do I be a better person and yes. a better leader and a better collaborator and a better partner by like, just like you can it, the pro, like just slow down like it's okay yeah it's okay that it's not solved right that sure. fast even though I'm like we could solve it faster and we could just yeah. do the thing that we need to do we just do the thing that needs to get done you like and again like we're similar but you're all like you on this path are like more so like this than me so it's interesting for me to see like like all the angles Mm -hmm. to it but like i've i always say that you are like one thing that i envy you is truly your ability to like emotionally detach in the professional setting like it is your true superpower it's what makes you effective like i really think that is what makes you effective i think that so many of us get bogged down in like the like personal political relationship like mm. power dynamics what do of, they mean by this in this right email? right exactly yeah. and like you like 
I think what frustrates other people probably about you is that you are like, you just can like burn down that forest and see, and then like what comes, like the new growth is what you want. I don't know if that's a good metaphor, but like what I'm trying to say is like, you don't get yourself caught up in the like socio emotional like navigations of a problem you like you're able to like very quickly distill what the actual problem is and then come up with the solutions yeah but then you are frustrated by like the people who in your mind like you're you're like chomping at the bit you're like a racehorse who's being held like let's fucking go and in your way is all of the emotional things that people expect you to deal with before you get to run and yeah. you want you want to run blinders on full fucking speed down that track. Mm-hmm. But we're all throwing like emotional hand grenades, literally throwing <laughs> shit in your path that you're that is slowing you down, is distracting you. And that frustrates you. I know. And it's so interesting because like we I've been having some conversations with more corporate people lately and the calls are more human. Like when we have interactions, they're super human. They're very funny vulnerable like we're we're having the full spectrum of emotion but the communication via email you saw that email from oh, yeah. that team like like periods nothing like not the how's your mom and them no, that like, we have come to know and expect. yeah and we're all like that's what i'm so used to and i've gotten in trouble in the past like as you know for mm-hmm. being so like clear and concise and like periods in an email and i'm like oh my god people do not receive people in the south in our industry in new orleans do not receive you well via email no generally i have I, to work really hard to be I like don't think it's, oh my god nah, nah, nah. <laughs> exclamation point oh my god girly hey girly pop <laughs> just checking in to see if that thing was fucking done like when you really <laughs> just want to be like is it done thanks pinging this to the top of your inbox again if there's one thing that i'm gonna do it's going to be circling back one thing that i'm gonna be doing is emailing you to circle back <laughs> I'm going to be following up. Just following circle up. back with seven exclamation points. Just following back. Just following up and just circling back. This is like no big deal. But like no big deal. Like we need this by EOD. But, e- e- but EOD. But no rush. No, no rush. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life is. Don't even worry about it. Don't even stress. Don't stress. But, but like. If it's not done right now. I'm going to scream. I will have an aneurysm. I'm going to call you on the phone. I'm going to yell into your ear canal loudly. Via phone. But but I'm doing it through email. with But like the. Like. Sometimes I have to like write the email in my notes app, the email that I want to send. Oh my God. To just get it out of your just body. Just to get it out of my body and oh then delete God. it and then send the email that I should send. That's and those what, are that's two different fucking emails. That's such a skill. Yeah. But I, we, the point is we all need to learn to be a little, like I, I actually think that in the professional sphere, it benefits you to be able to table your feelings for a second, actually like realize that like, it probably ain't that deep. And it really doesn't matter. I think that's... And, and it, like you say, it does not matter. My whole thing is very much like I... My soul... Like, I'm very like, the truth! Like, what is the truth? And like, what matters? You know, it's like Taurus. Like, the earth, the sky. Like, what matters? The material, material element. So like, when... When I'm... It's very cl- quick... Very, very quickly, I'm like, this doesn't matter. It's so like, we're moving on. Like, this doesn't matter, so we just need to answer their email. Or like, this doesn't matter, okay. so we just need to give them a timeline. You know, but this is Enneagram eight shit also oh, the wing and like me, the four is like nothing matters, <laughs> but what we feel if not feeling, then what? 
You and know, I'm like, like, I'll never feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't like, ever actually want to feel. Ashley's like, I am literally ducking and dodging feelings I left and right. And I am like, and I'm like, all I do is live in the realm of feel. <laughs> like as Kelly, as Kelly, our friend Kelly always says, she's like with fours, it's like you think you've gotten to the bottom and then there's a trap door. Like so that good. is the depth of my emotion. Yeah. Is that I'm just out here in the fucking waves, in the trenches. So like I have, I have every feeling and I, I don't mind it. You love it. Like, I think, I think that is also, like, a, a fundamental difference between us in, 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 a, in a way that informs, like, like, it is a thing that we never will understand about each other. And it's a thing that you do not understand about me. No. And, and what's crazy is... Because we're so similar, so it doesn't make sense to me. It does not add up to you. But, like, it's so funny because Mallory innately has always understood this about me day one. Which is why I think it's so important. Like, your bestie soulmate is an important person. But like you're also romantic soulmate is also an important person because the thing that you do not understand about me, she implicitly understands. Yeah. And that is the emotional part of it for me. So like Ashley I, and, and please correct me because I'm going to it's my interpretation. Mm-hmm. So like you yeah, yeah, chime yeah. in no, to please. be like, no, that's actually please, not how please, I feel. Please. But like all of my emotions, like let's imagine that the emotions are um, uh, marbles. OK, there's sadness, there's anger. Mm. There's rage, there's joy. Okay, there's all these emotions. For me, they're all in one bowl together and they're all the same size. Whoa. Okay, so like, but they're big, they're huge. They're all- <laughs> They're very large, life-size marbles. They're gigantic, right? But there's not, they're not like a mixture of sizes and mm. neither of them, there's not two bowls and there's not a bowl of good emotion and a bowl of bad. They're just all happening together. So like- sometimes I will bring to you a th- like a, 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 and the other thing too is that I have stupid opinions and emotions about everything yeah so my emotional range is not limited to like my own childhood trauma or like a big breakup my emo- I'm I can feel just as strongly because again the marbles are all the same size I hear about the earthquake in Indonesia or whatever and I'm like also level nine pissed and then I I then I hear a song on the radio that I really hate and I think is stupid and I'm the same level of pissed and and so I think what happens is and I don't get it. You you your emotions are positive, negative in two different bowls, and they probably come in different sizes. Oh yeah. And and the sizes pertain to how close the you are to the, the thing. thing. Yeah. Right. So like if it if it's a far away thing to you, you're gonna have a less severe emotional reaction mm-hmm. versus if it's a closer thing to you, you're gonna have a more heightened emotional yeah. reaction. Yeah. And you're like, so when you react really intensely about anything, anything. <laughs> everything everything yeah that that i'm not close to at all yeah and that you say that you're not close to when you're explaining it to me right i'm like yes that's what it is can you calm down so ashley's always like whoa (laughs) even still after like 10 years you're having a really like you're like like, i don't think it's like that big of a deal like i don't know why it matters to you that much i'm like oh it doesn't and then i'm like and you're like but you feel so strongly and i'm like (laughs) i'm like no i feel strongly about like breakfast cereal like you know what i mean like yeah i'm just a hyped up bitch about everything and again neither of these are like wrong or right it's just different no it's just like the way you and know Mallory, how do you think about things like Mallory gets this about me because she has to live with me and so i what does Mal? how does Mal? what are Mallory's marbles like tell me about Mal's marbles Mallory's marbles are unlabeled <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the marbles okay. are all different sizes and have they're they have no labels and they're in the same bowl and so we're we don't even know what they are 
and she doesn't have an a feel she, and it's like yeah like, like she'll pull one out of the of the jar and we have to like really examine it for a while to, to figure out what it, what it is we're like is this sadness is this rage is this jealousy like what are we dealing Whoa. with here we don't even fucking know yeah but i think you and i are both pretty good at like yeah Picking, labeling our feelings love a label she, maker she cannot she doesn't really even have that like but also the marbles are also um like really small i think kyle's marbles are extremely small and then extremely large do you see a difference in the reaction oh not at all right (laughs) oh okay yeah so the feeling might be there but the presentation of the feeling silence see i think that's another key that we're missing in this like metaphor is like how because like I think too that like my emotions are as big as my marbles are. That is my reaction as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm having right. a huge reaction and you're going to know about it. Yeah. I don't, Kyle I'm not able like, to like I'm hide having it. having a huge reaction and no one will know. Silence. I can tell now. And I'm like, like, what the, there's like a forehead vein busting. <laughs> it's like a certain like eye, you know, moment. And I'm like, well, they find those, those big feelings find their way out. Oh yeah. And it's going to take the path of least resistance. Like it's going to find a way out. And I think also like for you and me, you know, bringing it all the way back to IBS where we began. Oh yeah. The gut is like the gut or like, you know, like I think anxiety or big, big, um, unidentified and unprocessed feeling comes out. It's going to come out as biting your nails. It's going to come out as my tummy hurts. It's going to come out as illness yeah like it's going to find its way out so i do think there's value in learning to name like under like knowing what the marbles are mm-hmm. knowing what the options are the marble like it's not happy sad there's like so many things in between and knowing how to talk about them knowing how to label them knowing like recognizing what size they are and knowing that in the people around you too yeah i love the feelings chart that was such a mind like you can just google like feelings yeah. chart but I love it because there's so many nuances underneath those like big labels. Like you could be mad, but what kind of mad? And as know? a word person, you know what this appeals to me. Because I'm like, what kind of mad? What kind you? of mad? And then and then I think it's helpful because you can be like, okay, I named the thing. I'm feeling the thing. And I can address the thing. Here's the other huge bit of it, which I've had therapists tell me for years. And it was literally not until yesterday what? So this is actually so true that it integrated for me. What the fuck? Okay, are you fucking ready for this? Oh my god! You know the whole thing they were like, you're not your feelings. Like, mm-hmm. like your feeling is a feeling, and it's going to pass. And yeah. you are like, you are not the feeling. Yeah. Like I am not depressed. I am feeling. Yeah. Depressed. I'm not anxious. I'm feeling anxious. But you never like got that. Or did, I, I don't could feel repeat like you didn't it to even you. Believed it. I don't think I. Be- I don't even think I ever thought about it that much. Mm. And then yesterday, it was sun. No, it was Monday. on Sunday. Sunday. So it was like, yeah, Sunday. I start having the like Sunday scaries feelings, which mm. happened to me every Sunday, which is nuts because I've never had a job that required me to show up on Monday. So it's like so silly that I have Sunday scaries, but like I really on Sundays get this like weird, upsetting, like uh, kind of unplaceable feeling that I just like my anxiety kind of gets spiked, like old memories kind of like come back and I start kind of being like, did I say that weird thing? Did I like mm. do a weird thing? Which I don't often think about, but like on Sunday at like three to 4 PM, it's so weird. Like, when are you remembering those things and why? Right. Like, what is that? What is that? Trying to tell me. I don't know. But I was feeling that feeling and I was starting to feel weird, like in my body. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't feel like I'm feeling uncomfortable. And I had this moment where I was like, you are not the feeling. You're feeling the feeling. 
And I like listened to that voice and I was like, oh, I'm not anxious. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling anxious, but I am not anxious. Like Like my natural state is neutral. This is so huge. Huge. Okay. Huge. And you could just go about your day and you felt better. And then well, I, I gave myself a second and I was like, I'm I was like, I am feeling kind of funny. I'm feeling a bit weird. It's Sunday. That's not unusual for me to feel this way. Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna feel this way forever. I know that because I have data. I've I've mm. you know, I've lived long enough to know. We proved it to the brain. We've proved it to the brain that like this isn't a forever feeling. Mm. It's going to pass. And all I have to do is just let it move through me. And I did. Oh my god! It moved through me. Thirty. And it was like literally. I mean, I mean, it was maybe like. <laughs> this 10 what happens when you feeling... turn thirty? <laughs> I can only hope that it happens oh for god. other people sooner. But truly, it ha- like it happened. And it was almost like automatic. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why we do the work. The work. I really love. There's a podcast um, that Charlotte actually made me listen to from Kara Lowenthal called "Unfuck Your Brain." Mm. You'd probably really love it. Um, but it's. And I hated it for a long time because she repeats a lot of the same principle in a different way. And I'm like, move on. We get it. You know, but like, do we? We don't is the thing. And so I she said something recently where she was like, she's like, I don't like that. You know, if I if a thought like pops into my brain, like that's not a thought that I chose. Like, that's just like a thought that just like popped into my fucking brain. So like what I'm going to believe that thought or am I going to believe the thought that I choose to believe in because I am in control right. like of my thoughts totally. and like body and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, Oh, that's really huge actually. Yeah. Cause I think I'll have a thought that's like fucking random as shit. You and do. I'm like, Oh my God. Does remember that when mean you were like, anything? Do you remember when you were like, <laughs> <laughs> I have the perfect example. Oh my God. That time that you're like, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like someone, someone was like, someone said that someone randomly was like, oh, you're not a little queer. And you're like, no. And they were like, oh, I fully thought that you were like, you just seemed like you would be. And you took that <laughs> casual statement and you like really had a, I was like, I mean, oh my laughing, God, I'm, but like, I'm, genuinely were I really genuinely was like, oh my God, I've been it. lying to myself my whole life. Like, how do I even know? Like, oh my God, like I freak. I was like, what? And what if I am? And then like, what if my poor baby? <laughs> and it was like, it wouldn't oh matter God. if I was, but then I, but it was because I didn't trust my own brain. Like I was like, well, they know more about me than I know about me. And I'm wrong about myself. Is the way like that a random, this is like, this is not even a close friend. No, this is a random person who like casually mentions this to you. And you really like, but I latched. take everything that everyone says to me, like a, oh incredibly God. seriously with like a ton of weight. And so I need to get better about that too. Okay. Marble metaphor Ooh. okay let's go back going back to the marbles the feedback that you take from people is huge on my personal it is specifically labeled being yeah and it is all weighted the same yeah whether it's from your mother your best friend or a stranger on the random street. stranger yeah positive negative all in the same bucket rattling around each other mixing yeah anyone mixing. says anything to me about me and i'm like they've got to be I'm right i really have to think about that <laughs> Like, oh no. Like, like someone, like someone could be like, you hurt my feelings once and you will literally self-flagellate. Like you will take out a whip and whip your own back raw because you think that you might've hurt someone. Oh, that's what no one really understands about you. I think, I think that's the thing that is like maybe my favorite thing about you also. I can't handle it. I you can't handle really, the thought of hurting somebody else. You're so tough, but you are like, so like you would rather die. Yeah. Than hurt someone. Yeah. 
I'm like, I'll become a recluse. There it's is fine. not. I don't need to be here. I don't need to participate. I don't no. need to like be in your space. I'm so sorry to be in your space. I'll sorry remove, that I I'll your remove myself. <laughs> Thank you. That's how it feels. I know, and it's and it's nuts. But like, I wonder what that is because also like you are like you are so tough. Like you have like you are intense and you are tough and you are powerful. And then there's like this other part of you that is like so scared that you're hurting people or that like you're coming across the wrong way. Yeah. Like you're very like you're very concerned with like the perception of you. I think it's because it's like I can that's never... how I was raised. So it's like it doesn't matter what you think of yourself. Other people other people are in power. And the only way that you can survive in this world is to play the game. And so the more people that like you, the farther you'll get. Mm-hmm. And it's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. is, but that is true to yeah. an extent. That's and I think that's why I struggle with it so much because yeah. I'm like, and I do genuinely care. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm no. playing a game. No. It's like I genuinely care, and I don't want to hurt people. And I think hurting people is stupid. And there's there's like, I'm not a catty person. I'm not a gut. Like, I don't like to yeah, you cause drama. Don't have a I'm mean like, in your body. get it away from me. And it's inefficient. Again, like, yeah. if strictly, it like... It comes down to that for you. It's, like, inefficient. It's silly. A waste of time. Like, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So, and so then it's, like, if you misinterpreted something or, like, if I did something to hurt you, I would like to solve that problem because I like you. Yeah. And I want you to like me and I just don't want this Aww. to be weird because yeah. it doesn't need to be weird. Yeah. But, like, we all make mistakes and we hurt people. That's part of life. And yeah. that's, like, a really hard... I'm still, like, learning those lessons and... I'm still very un- uncomfy with it. Yeah. It's, it's um, th- like, I, I don't know what this is, but like, even as a young child, like I did, you know, ballet and I, people are always like, are you so nervous when you get up there or whatever? And you're a performer too. I don't think I'm that much of a performer. You are more than me, but I've never had stage fright. Mm-hmm. I've never felt any anxiety about like presenting a group project in class or like whatever. Like I, I there's something like broken in me. Like, I don't know what it is, but the, the like, concern with the extern like what other people think about me is actually like pretty low for me oh yeah you don't give a shit no but i don't care when i'm on stage but i think it's because it's a different well because you're choosing to perform yeah versus being just vulnerable like vulnerably perceived perceived is different than performing yeah wait yes yeah being perceived perceived. is different than performing you're in control of the performance yeah you're not in control of being perceived Mm -hmm. i think for me i don't distinguish between the two like for me (laughs) for me my my existence is performance (laughs) no but like meaning i don't i don't distinguish between the two and so i don't actually feel like and i'm not i don't think that's something i've never worked on that like it's not like i'm like yeah i just like don't even let what people say to me get to me it's not that i just i i literally don't you don't even think about it you really don't care yeah i really don't care and i think like i've always been okay because the performance aspect is like either you're performing i'm like singing on stage and doing Mm -hmm. an actual performance Mm -hmm. Or you're, like, speaking for a group project. Sure. And, like, typically, like, we're charming people. Mm-hmm. People are going to like us. We, I'm, like, I'm being picked first for the Goldman Sachs to, like, yeah. speak for the class. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, that's not weird to me. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, you're a good speaker in front it's of people. It's interpersonal. It's interpersonal shit. Mm-hmm. Performance, if you don't like my music, that doesn't hurt me. Sure. You know, it's just, that's so objective to me as well. Because yeah. it's, like, the work, it's very, right. like, disassociative. Oh, there we go. You know, but, yeah. like... You as a person, yes. I don't know how you don't let. I don't know how that doesn't that you don't care. It's crazy. It's like so crazy to me. It's I admire it a lot because you can just be totally yourself, and that's what that's what people do love about you. Yeah, and I think you are able to shine bright and make a lot of friends that are in your corner and that love you, which is all we all want, you know. And I think I can muddle that because I'm like 
I will contort myself however yes. you need me to yes. contort myself Correct. so that you feel Correct. comfortable because I admire you and I care about you and you I want, want you, you want them in to feel corner. comfortable and I want you in mm-hmm. my corner and I like and I love it even though like I may not be a person that you like Oof. but like I like you but I like everyone I that's my problem that's your problem <laughs> no Ashley's a not discerning person and this concerns me as her friend sometimes no no okay. I don't think it's d- discernment I think it's just like I'm a seven on the Enneagram and like we love everyone and love everything mm. and I see value in like I'm like, oh, you like this crazy shit that I've like never heard before in my life. Like, tell me everything about it. And I want to see you in this element. And like, I love seeing you live your human experience, even though it's so different than mine. And I would never want to do the same thing at all. Yeah. But like, I don't care. I love it. Okay, wait. I think I've just had the realization of what it is. Okay, go. Okay. Interpersonally, like, okay, professionally, interpersonally, we're kind of blending those things. But like, I, I, when I say I don't care what people think about me, what I mean is I'm, I'm always going to act from a place that I feel morally okay with. Like mm. I feel like I have a very strong moral compass for you myself. You Not do. that anybody else would necessarily agree with my own morals, but like my code that I have internally, I'm pretty like strict about that. That being said, I know that I always operate from that code. And I know that if I'm operating from my code, that's, that's the truest and best self that I can be. If you don't like that, shrug like yeah what, you know are, what, I mean? what are you gonna do sorry yeah. if, if that offends you i'm sorry i don't care mm-hmm. like because i know i'm operating from the best possible place and the place that makes me feel comfortable and makes me feel safe everybody's parameters on that might be different mm-hmm. yours are probably different than mine and but all i think our only responsibility to ourselves is to operate from a ethical moral whatever place. meaning what i'm trying to say is if i hurt someone because i was shitty I'm not going to be like, well, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'm going to be like, oh my God, I operated outside of my own moral mm-hmm. and ethical compass. So therefore, of course you have a negative feeling about me and I'm sorry. And like now I can make amends. But like if I'm operating from that place and someone just, and, and, I, and I haven't done wrong by you and you just don't like me, then I'm just not for you. And that's okay. And that's me. okay. Yeah. yeah. Like that's genuinely And it okay. is. Like it should be, you know, like we're not for everyone. Not everyone will like each other. You vibe with certain people. You can be cordial with other people. Yeah. You know, it's just like that's going to happen in this life. I'm very, I'm like very okay with that. And I think like, I'm not, I know, I know it's weird because I think the older that I get, I'm even more like, I think I never had the choice. Like I've just always been that way. But I think the older I get, the more comfortable I am with that realization. Mm -hmm. With the fact that like, they're like, I'm, I'm, uh, kind of annoying. Like I'm like, I'm a lot of a, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I have a big personality. I have a lot of strong opinions and strange thoughts about things which you're all listening to right now. Um, and some of you are like, fuck yeah, I'm on that wavelength. Others of you are probably going to listen to this and want to tear your ears um, out, your ear canal out of your ear. And that's okay too. And like, baby, that's fine. That really, like it genuinely does not bother me. I'm like, move on. Be yeah. Blessed. It's like, just don't worry. I think, I think I get scared that. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. think that, 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 okay, we're getting there. I don't is think it that, that that person that doesn't like you is going to have something that you might want. And then if they don't like you, they won't give it to you. No, I think, I think it's more so that like, you're not going to like me for some personal reason. And then you're going to go over to other people that I have relationships with and like share that. Yeah. And then like, I will lose people. Okay. Right. But, and then you're like, well, if they're going to believe somebody else, I'm like, why would you care? Like, that person wasn't even meant for you. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, 
that yeah. frustrates me. It is frustrating. No, it is. And you don't it's, have control over you it. You don't. And like that, that kind of like, they never said this way. like that's correct. The correct answer is if, if you're, if this individual who was close to you in some capacity, hears something from somebody else and doesn't confront you about that, so that y'all can address your friendship or they are like, that is not acting mm-hmm. the way that I know that you are. Mm-hmm. So like, what the fuck? Then, then no, like, would you even want that person exactly. as a friend, you know, but like you do. In, in reality, but I, I think I don't let it, I can't let it go. I'm you like, can't. Oh my God. Like you're very bothered. If you think that someone not even like has a problem with you, like if, if, if you think that they don't effusively love you, you're like, <laughs> I don't think it's that dramatic. I really, I think I like talk about that. You talk about it to me, but I don't think that in like my heart of hearts, yeah. it's like a huge problem. Would I prefer it? Of course. Of course. Okay, but here's the thing, too. Let me circle back to, like, the moral, ethical, whatever. Like, whatever that internal, like, compass is, right? Like, if you know that you're acting from that place, then you know, like, then it doesn't matter. Like, then not only will your people know the truth, like, your real people will know how you are. For sure. And then, like, also, dear God, I have probably had some really awkward, like, I can think of, like, ten right now awkward or bad first impressions that I have made accidentally with people who probably see that and go, Oh my God, I never want to be around her again. Is that the truth of me? No. Mm-hmm. So I'm not bothered by it because it's not the truth. It's not my the truest truth. self. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's, I think an important lesson for me to actually sit with because I'm very troubled by bad first impressions. You're like, did I say that wrong? No, what no, no. Other people's bad first oh. impressions. Oh, and maybe I need to be giving people a little bit of grace when oh they make God, a bad yeah. first impression. And maybe that's what it is where, where I'm like, I give people so much grace and I yeah. let people be who they are and like, and I want them to be who they are. Yeah. And so when someone gets like a little off put, or at least I'm assuming that they would be off put by me, I'm like, but I gave you a second chance. Oh yeah. And like, I thought that was okay. <sighs> we should all be, I'm saying this so that I can remember that I need to be a little bit more gracious about people's set first impressions and that I need to also, and I, and I think I actually do this. I actually don't believe what people tell me about other people for the most part. Like I, I want to gather that. Yeah. Intel. We're gathering the information. Like I want to know mm-hmm. what that person's general reputation in town is. And then I want to make my own assessment yeah. because again, everybody has these like, um, like conflicting, um, uh, I don't even know what it is. Like, uh, needs, wants, um this is a tiny town and a lot has gone wrong yeah (laughs) you know and it's and a lot of people that are here stay here and there's not enough new people so there's a lot of history here yep and people have rewritten their lives here yeah and like should we not give them a chance to be a different person than they were however many years ago um for me, this I'm is like, not a personal no. call out. I know. Actually, I can <laughs> like Ashley's looking at me, and I feel like I know exactly like what she's thinking because again, I'm clairvoyant apparently. Um, so is she. But I know I think there's a situation in particular that she's probably referencing, and like I think that's fair. I think that I do tend to like I don't know, but there's also it's like this a scale. Is, once there. the character, there's the yeah, character. Right. Like it's like it's one thing if like you bumped into me and like didn't say hi or something. It's another thing if you like actively actively in front of me made incredibly poor choices over and over and over and over again that That hurt me and people around me right yeah like so i think there's like first impression like oopsie like made a weird joke which is like first of all classic me like (laughs) one thing i'm gonna do (laughs) you're gonna make everyone feel real weird i'm gonna make a fucking weird joke and like literally it'll come out of my mouth and i'm like we did it we did it we did it we fucking did it god damn it 
like I know when I do it mm-hmm. I just like can't stop and you're like ha yeah like, no, the, the, <laughs> like I dig deeper someone's back yeah and... like I dig deeper yeah. no I, then I make it worse and yeah. I'm like <laughs> you know <laughs> death like, like like my mom's dead you Let know or something like, jump off the balcony now like I'm going to make a bad joke um actually one of my favorite jokes but this is like a person that I knew better was like you know she had a tendency to make your mom jokes which like is funny because it's 2023 like who's saying your mom so I said something and she was like oh your mom and I went my mom's dead <laughs> completely deadpan my mom is very much alive and well as far as I know and the oh look on her god. face the look on her face when it completely fell and she was like oh my god are you serious and I said no but you should make jokes like that because what if it was true when you feel like boo-boo the fucking fool and she was like yeah <laughs> and I think I forever traumatized her from making that joke ever again I mean it worked it was funny for me see and that's the thing about my jokes they're funny for me I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. I, I am, meanwhile, tearing asunder friendships, relationships. Um, I'm burying, I'm, I'm burning bridges, like, you know. I don't know. I think it just goes back to, like, everyone around you. Like, whoever whoever's vibing with you is vibing with you. And then you know that they're a real one. You know yeah, what I mean? Correct. And you kind of get there faster. So it's like, how fast do you want to get there? It's true. You know? And I think, too, like, I was thinking about this recently because Mallory was like asking me professionally like what I thought of this like someone that I like kind of is like in our orbit but like not really and I was like you know my impression of her has always been like she's professional and like she like gets the job done or whatever and and but I was thinking about it I was like would I trust her like would I speak openly oh in front of in front of her and I said absolutely not uh, and you and I both know that like I'm very um I feel like there's like there's people in my life where I'm like I know that I can like be real with you like I can speak with you on a certain level and you get it and we get each other and like you're one of the real ones you're one of the you're one of the ones Mm -hmm. and there's other people that I like really like or enjoy or work with and I'm like I don't fucking trust you as far as I can throw you Mm. love working with you yeah like love knowing you love being around you would never tell you some shit never would tell you some shit it's such an important discernment and it is a strength and a skill to be able to hold that relationship and do those things. I just don't have anything that I want to like keep from people, I guess. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, okay. I feel like, um, I don't know. Like, I think there's a, there's like four women that I can think of right now who are like business babes in this town who I'm like, who like I know how they like I we, we philosophically kind of feel the same by which I mean maybe they didn't grow up with like money mm-hmm. or like they've bootstrapped their business and like uh okay do you know I'm, what here. I mean? I'm here I'm here I'm here you see what I'm saying where you're like okay so I'm like I can be real we with can them. talk to you like a person you're gonna get it and it's like right. fine correct and there are some people who just don't get it and there's and it's not even like a money thing like I don't know I mean that was just an example but it's just like there are people here where I'm like I feel like I can trust you and i can shoot straight with you and i can also like well like, like you can relate to them i can relate yeah maybe that's what it and is. then you're like if i said this to a different individual it would, it would they land maybe would feel weird it would or, land like a turd in a punch yeah ball. or like it would make it would alienate it or whatever or they'd have a reason to feel right. weird about right this relationship now or my business or right. whatever yeah i get you i get and you. i also think that like of course like it's not necessarily like an intrinsic quality to that What's person so- i think it's like do you feel that between the two people because yeah. i think there's people that probably i feel that way with that you wouldn't and there's people probably that you feel that way with and i wouldn't yeah i think what's funny though is that shit makes me delighted to lean into so like when i see when someone is not and then i get to go 
I'm repelled. Damn, what a what a pro you know, what a what a this that we're dealing with. Yeah. And they're like, they can't relate. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, everything's so perfect. And I'm like, really? What like what about this? Like I I love yeah. like I, what I want to do is I want to break everyone down to like the vulnerable. Yeah, I want someone level. to shit talk. I want you to shit talk. But like not in a mean way. I just want you I want someone to tell I want the you truth. to tell the truth. Tell I want truth. you to tell the truth to me because like we're all living this human experience. And so like there is some shit that's going on. You know, you know, you know, when you're like have like a new friend and you're kind of like sussing that out in them and you're like, oh, you know, so and so. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, huh, what do you think about them? And they're like, um, and you're like, mm. and you have that shared look. And you either what either happens is you have the someone's shared like, look. They're, they're a little, they're a little. Someone ventures a lot. Right. Someone, <laughs> someone dares to say like, you know, um, we've had our differences. You know, like someone, <laughs> someone dares to the like diplomatic that. response. And then the other person's like, you know, I've I've heard some things. And then you leave it there, right? You leave it there. But then like six to nine business months later, you meet that person again. And you're like, that person's a fucking cunt. And you're like, and they're like, yeah. They are. And you're like, okay, good. Good. <laughs> okay, you know? we're on the but, like, I want to get there with people so fast. And mm-hmm. I think like I'm not um, as tactful mm-hmm. about that. I feel like I really have struggled making friends, making new friends and understanding how to cross that boundary. Ooh, let's get Especially into this. professionally, like since COVID. And I went on like a new friend date with someone that I super respect and have admired for like a very long time. First of all, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> we don't have any other friends. I know. Um, but I went on. A, I went with this new person, and I hope that we become closer. And I, um, it was a really great meeting, but it was definitely more intense. Like I, I was like, oh my god, you're so cool, and I did not come prepared for this interaction, and I like did not come with the questions that I probably should have come with, and like it made me think about friendship differently. Definitely a, di- a specific type of personality than some more casual people, you know, but this person's a business owner. I very much like love and respect their business and they're doing like big shit. So like, you know, I was like, Oh, this is a level up type of like friendship, at least in that category. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they said something where they were like, yeah, I'm kind of at the point they're older than me. And they were like, I'm at the point where, you know, every relationship in my life needs to be expansive and you know number one and then number two like there could be push and pull but like there should not be mostly pulling and i was like interesting i know that you don't agree with that but i was like that is very energizing yeah and also i was like i don't know i just want to be their friend so i was like oh my god i don't know what i need a beer i don't know how to get here First and I was not on that level at that point. So I was like, oh, no. You know? I, I, I'll start by saying this. I'm so excited at the prospect of you, like, getting new friends. Like, I'm, I was just joking about the, like, obviously, I love Ashley having friends. But, like, Ashley, you, I just feel like you've been in the position for a while to not prioritize, like, friendship. Yeah, no. <clears throat> and, um, I, I'm, and that's about to be my job. I'm desperate for you. Well, I'm, I, I'm no, no. You're thinking of it wrong again. God <laughs> damn it. No, your job does not involve having friends. You, your, your interpersonal self needs to have good friendships. And mm-hmm. I think that you have been having some like assessment about that. And I think part of that assessment genuinely needs to be understanding the difference, truly understanding the difference between friend, work, work colleague, colleague. <laughs> and I think we're in a weird business where like those lines do get blurred, but also like I have friends that I have never done any work with that I really don't even understand what they do for a living and it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And I think that you could use that. I need it. But also I will say that in addition to that, you are for so many of us, myself included, the challenger. 
Like you bring us up to your level. So I really do think it's valuable for you to have friends that you feel like a lowly little fucking speck of earthworm. I would like and to are feel like, like, hard, like, and like are mortified. To. And like, I want you to have those conversations with those expansive friends where you leave and you're like, I'm such a fucking plebeian. Like I, that's I, how I felt. I left yeah, the meeting yeah, and I was like, like I'm I stupid and boring. I'm stupid and boring. That's what yeah, I felt. I'm like, stupid. I'm dumb and I'm boring. Because you, and you've I'm been like not honcho a little too long. Like you need to be like like beautifully humbled by like a friendship that like actually I mean I think that our friendship does that to be fair I like to think that I bring that to our friendship no I want to like, like roll me over with our car I'm like I would like to gonna be damaged be I would like to understand like I want to be challenged in that way I think you need that but I also like I would like to become a different person <laughs> it's okay what it is all right Just burn it you. all down and like you know the, the real the real the real you know this is me going full buddha but the real the real tea the real sauce of life is to be your very self you know what i mean like the highest self is actually confronting your disgusting low level like physical human self and all this ugliness you know mm. like we yearn for the spiritual so that we can ascend the body but like the body is actually all we have think about that i hate it i know <laughs> i know like all we have oh yeah you know is the body is the body that's so annoying i did it's just disgusting but i i love the idea of like you like trying to make friends because like also no one has more acquaintances on this earth than you like it's exhausting going anywhere with you because i'm like ashley ashley I, I don't, I, yeah. and i'm like who the fuck is this and what's in, what's mortifying is that i know i've probably met this person and ashley knows who they are like ashley's like oh hey so and so and i'm like Hey, and I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. And they're like, oh my God, we've already met. And then I look like a fucking dildo because I don't have a good memory for 8,000 acquaintances the way that Ashley does. And so we all could take a page out of your book, but I hope that you take a page out of my book, which no, is- No, I need like the, like I need to not talk about work. And I would like to, again, like I do think that I have, like this is every day, we all are pattern building all the time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and making neural pathways in our brain. And it's like, I think I've gotten to a point where- my friendship pathways and like the things that I talk about in my day-to-day -day life and mm -hmm. my routine, like everything is kind of in this set mm -hmm. way that's chaotic, mm -hmm. but like not what I want it to be. Yeah. And so I've you've let it, you've just let it happen. This it's way. just like now I'm here yeah. and it's like, okay, you know, now I'm working really hard to like, okay, we're moving Ganza to a place that it's going to be better in regards to, what I have to do for the company, you yeah. know, and like Charlotte hopefully has like a better work life balance because of it. And then my job is going to allow for more routine building and meeting more people. So there's more chance of opportunity for new friendships to be had mm -hmm. across state lines and mm -hmm. more people to be met. And so cultivating friendships with people that I don't actually even like work with in mm -hmm. that regard, but just by chance I'm like meeting more people yeah. um, and cultivating the friendships that I have here that I just like don't really see or yeah. I only end up talking about work with, yeah. which I don't want to do anymore. Like, let's read a fucking book and, like, talk about it. <laughs> you know? I don't know. What do friends talk about? That's, like, where I feel like I've, oh my God. I feel like I've been, like, cut off at the knees, but, like, I'm the one with the sword. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that, like, you have spent the, all of your 20s, like, plowing really firmly ahead in this, like, career path. And, again, to bring it back to Reneed, I think that your domain of career is a little bloated. Yeah, she bloated. And I think we need to maybe like put some energy into some other domains so that work doesn't feel so bloated. But I think friendship is a great place to do that. And I think too, like, and, and there's nothing wrong with the way, like 
I, I, you have the most. You have made so many friends this past year. Yeah. Oh my God. No. It, Which it, is like so cool. It's possible. It's amazing to watch. Especially yeah. you're like, the older you get, it's so hard to make new friends. It's not. Like, I, I, I mean, I think people have that feeling and I'm like, y'all are just really boring. Like, I hate to say it. I'm like, if you're not making friends, it's because you stay at home all the time. And like, like you need to do something. Yeah. Like you're not going to fucking meet people watching eight seasons of Game of Thrones on your couch every night. Like you have to go do things, go be around people, go be in community. And yeah. I think there's a difference too between community and friends and you mm-hmm. need to have both. Mm-hmm. And I think you actually have a lot of community. I have so much community. I community think I, being, I lack the like, we have, share, we have a shared interest. We might not have a lot in common. We might not even be that close, but we come together for our shared interest and then like nothing else. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to like make plans because I'm going to run into y'all because of our shared interest. Yeah. So that's Which community. is wonderful. And we need that as humans, but we need friends too. Like, and I, I do think I have made friends, um, a, f- a few this year, several this year who like very quickly became really close friends mm-hmm. and like people that I knew pretty quickly, like, Oh, you're going to be like an important part of my like life, not just right now. And, um, I also think that I prioritize. You do. I really prioritize is, my friendships. I admire that. Well, you know, I grew up like I had a couple of like best friends throughout my life, but I never really had a friend group. I still don't really have a friend like group like that. Mm-hmm. I'm in several groups, but I don't have a friend group. And when I was younger, I remember my dad, like I, my parents were so strict with me when I was growing up that like I really couldn't have friendships. I know that sounds nuts, but like I was not allowed to talk on the phone on weeknights. So like, it, like I wasn't and you weren't like going to anybody's house no, like, no go over to your like, house school nights were like sacred in my household so I felt very trapped by that as a child and so I think as an adult it actually made me a shitty friend I think I was a bad friend mm. for many years because I didn't know how to be one I didn't know what that meant I didn't know what it looked like to put effort forth in a friendship and now I do and I try to spend my time with people who also really want that and value that and want to put effort in but I will say kind of back to your point the like I'm not going to give if someone's not like putting that energy in. And I, I think that like, I think I hear a lot of that rhetoric on TikTok um, about like friendships and how like, you know, we should be prioritizing people that like give 50 and then like we give 50 back and like, it's all just like perfect. But I also think that like, that's totally fucking unfeasible for yeah. most people. I think like, that, I think yeah. there's friendships where I put in a lot of effort to pursue. And I think they have other friendships where the other person puts in a lot of effort to pursue. And sometimes that role flip flops. And I think yeah. it should have the space to do that. I agree with you. And I also, it's just not that black and white. Like yeah. it just isn't. And life is never going to be like that. And I think it's, it's maybe harder in the beginning of a friendship when you're like, I don't know if this person is th- reliable yeah. or like if what they're doing is a pattern and I don't like it or like whatever, but like people are annoying. You're like, like yeah. you are going to not like things about your friends. Yeah. Like, you know oh what I mean? Oh my God. It's so true. My, I'll, I'm going to call Lauren Miller out. I hope she's listening. <laughs> um, wow. I, Lauren and I have been friends since I was 18. So like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we've been that close for all of that time. And what I will say is that like Lauren is a last minute plans kind of girl. Like you, she will book in, 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 and in advance hang but lauren is very liable to text you that day and be like do you want to get lunch what are you doing right now like like literally what are you doing right now and you're like we have plans in six hours and i'm like you're not getting on my calendar for another two to six weeks and like sometimes it drives me insane because i'm like 
no, I'm not available right now. It's two o'clock on a fucking Saturday. No, but sometimes you she'll are. catch me and I am available. Yeah. And then we and then have like so the most fun. magical, yeah. like fun time. But like, that is something where I'm like, oh my God, like it, it frustrates both of us because she'll be like, are you free? And I'm like, not until next month. And she's like, oh my fucking God. And I'm like, sorry, dude. I don't know why you're so free. Right. <laughs> so like we, we never can agree on that, but like, that's just how she is. Yeah. And I like, but you it. still love her and y'all have a Absolutely. great relationship and it's like totally fine. And so I think, I think that's the problem with that TikTok rhetoric, which I am also seeing. And there was a really great article that came out, I think on Bustle or something about that, where it was like, is therapy speak ruining Yes. relationships yeah y'all are being fucking weird yeah and everyone's like you know and i we went kyle and i went back and forth on this in the car ride I'm over sure easter which was really interesting and Loves he had a great take man. where it was like i was like in a situation where you know like a person cuts off their parents from contact and it's like you know people are being like you shouldn't do that to your parents and then it's like well if someone's doing that they obviously have reasons for it like they have it that's an abusive situation totally. or like they know that this is not going to like end in their favor. Like, you know, we've already maybe tiptoed around that and it's not been received well. So like whatever. And it's like, everyone's right to like remove themselves from whatever they need sure. to. However, Kyle's argument was like, yes, that, and we also need to practice emotional resiliency. 100% I'm with Kyle. Because, of course Always. you are. <laughs> but like, you know, if we let ourselves become so emotionally fragile by the actions of other people around us, then we just get weaker and weaker and smaller and smaller. And we're not stating, it's like either you're stating, stating your needs by being like, this is my boundary and I have no flexibility. And I have no, and sometimes we have to do that, of course. But if there's no, like this person does something really annoying or they do something that bothers me, and it's to the point where I can tolerate it or it's to the point where we have to confront them about it and we can hopefully come to a resolution. But like practicing emotional resili- resiliency is essential. Okay. We Especially gotta, we in friendships. We have to do this. Okay. I'm so excited about this. Okay, let's go. Boundaries are not rules that you get to implement that everybody in your life has to follow. If you think that's what boundaries are, then number one, you need to go to therapy and have your therapist actually explain it to you. And number two, you've been chronically online for too fucking long. Boundaries aren't rules of engagement with you. Boundaries should function as paths to relationship, not blocks. Blocks. It should be, we can have this conversation when you start yelling at me, I'm going to Remove myself. Remove myself from this conversation. If you want to continue this conversation, we will do it this way. And I will. But I will. My, but I, I will, will talk remove to myself. You. But I'm happy to talk to you. Happy to talk to you. We'll talk. But like, it can't be you yelling at me and me listening to you yell at me. Mm-hmm. You know. Boundaries should theoretically foster relationship, not cut off relationship. Number one and number two. I say this as a person who has cut off not one but many family members over the years (laughs) so like there's a point where you go you are you simply don't know how to actually deal with me without being abusive so you don't get to deal with me at all yeah that that point happens but and glennon doyle actually in her podcast you know shout out to we can do hard things um she said something about this that i think is really interesting she said i like spent my 20s building up all these boundaries and all these rules about like how, no, not her 20s, her 30s. Mm. Excuse me. She said, I spent my 30s 
building up a wall of boundaries around myself about so i would how, always be protected so i'm always protected and how here's how you're gonna interact with me and i'm not gonna accept this and it better be like this and da, da, da. and she says and now in my 40s i'm fucking lonely and i don't have a lot of friends mm-hmm. because i've policed the behavior of fucking everyone around me which is impossible to do it's so like, she's like actually impossible so she's now like you know i'm realizing that like if i want to have friendships which i do I'm going to have to be annoyed sometimes. I'm going to have to show up to a party and they didn't tell me what time the party was starting or ending. And and instead of being like, I don't make plans unless I know, blah, blah, instead of doing that, which is incredibly rigid and is not, fluck, is, is not, you know, people are going to behave the way they're going to behave and you can choose to accept it or not. If you choose not to accept it, you're going to be fucking lonely. Period. Period. Sorry. Sorry. So like she in her podcast said that she's kind of in this new phase of her forties where she's trying to kind of like offload some of those boundaries and be like, okay, I've now like walled myself into my boundaries in a way that I can't let anybody in because no one's following my little fucking peculiarity rules. Yeah. Which like, if you have multiple friends in your life, how are you supposed to, how are you as an individual supposed to also adhere to all of those rules while also like tracking your own? Like that sounds fucking exhausting. Instead of just going your party you're, t- you're having a party on Friday night. I'll come for two hours because I'm comfortable with that. And I don't care when it starts. And I don't yeah. care when it ends. I'm coming whenever sure. I want to. Because we're so obsessed culturally, I think as Westerners and Americans. Individualism. With avoiding pain. Oh, not what I thought you were going to say. Right. We're so obsessed with like, if we do everything right, if we do it, if we do it, if we follow the rules, if we've all communicated so fucking precisely, then we'll avoid then nothing hurt. Will go wrong. Yeah. And the problem is, the nature of fucking relationships that we are signing up to hurt each other. And, it's, and the more intimate that you get with someone, the, the more, more opportunity for hurt, the more yeah. tools that you basically give them to hurt you more painfully and specifically. So buy the ticket, take the ride. Being in a relationship with human beings means that you're going to hurt someone's feelings. It's not avoiding the hurt. It's what do you do when you've hurt someone? How to deal you're going to with the hurt, how to deal with the hurt, how to, how to, Fucking have a conversation when you do hurt someone and just say you're fucking sorry and then we get can over move it. On. Jesus Christ. It's not that deep. It's never that deep. It is, but it isn't. I just don't think it is unless And thus the paradox unless it's of life. Like really, really, you know, someone's like intense. Oh my god. We're getting <laughs> we're getting the boot. We're getting booted, but we're done. So <laughs> later. It's bye. <laughs> I was gonna keep talking. To be present. Forever. I'm scared of present. This is some bullshit